So those of you who've been listening to the show for a while, and those of you who've been following me on Twitter for a while, probably know that I like to stay as politically up-to-date as possible. And that means not only being aware of who is in office, who's running for office, and what their ideological leanings are, but also understanding what those people, both in and running for office, how they influence our laws. And so it should be no surprise then, um, for those of you that haven't been on Twitter or social media of any kind or watching the news in the last 24 hours, that I really sat up and took notice when the news out of the Supreme Court dropped last night. Now, again, for those of you that aren't aware of what's going on or only peripherally going on, I'd like to talk about it and I'd like to kind of break it down a little bit and then maybe talk what we can do about it. So again, for those of you that aren't aware, a uh, memo leaked from the clerk of the Supreme Court, the clerk's office from Justice Alito um, is a rough draft of an opinion that hasn't been decided yet. This, it's not a done deal yet. It's going to be. Basically, off, you know, ruling in such a way as that when this case comes before the Supreme Court in June, the conservative majority of the Supreme Court will be overruling Roe versus Wade and therefore ne- negating the right of people who can get pregnant to have a legal and safe abortion. Now, there's a lot more to it than that. That's how it, that's just what's on the surface. There's much, much more. But first, I want to say, if you are ideologically against the idea of people having abortions, it's your right to have that opinion. And I'm not going to debate that with you. And, you know, if, if you want to th- have, have that thought, you know, you and I may not get along, but I'm, I'm not going to argue your right to hold that opinion. It's when you believe that other people shouldn't have the right to have an abortion because you disagree with it is when we, we have nowhere to go. You know, I, th- that is the point where you are impinging on what I see as a positive right of the right people to have. And if you're new to the show and if you have this opinion, one, if this is your first ep- issue, episode of the show, this is probably not a good jumping on point. <laughs> Might want to rewind at least one episode. But if you're new to the show and you, you disagree with me on this, you're probably not going to get anything out of this show that you're going to enjoy. Just a heads up. And so... Like I said, it it goes deeper than that because what Alito does, and I've I've listened to a very detailed breakdown of this ruling. This isn't just me pulling thoughts out of my butt. You know, I I listen to people who know what they're talking about. So I'd like to think that I'm, I'm at least repeating thoughts that I understand and that know what they're talking about. So like I said, um, Alito is arguing 
that Roe versus Wade was an improper ruling. And what this does, when this goes through, is that all the states who have already uh, passed laws outlawing abortion, that's going to be a done deal. And any states that want to follow suit will. That's at least half the states. Okay. Now, Alito doesn't base this on any precedent, on any thing in the Constitution, on any established law. This is entirely his opinion. But what he does to back up this opinion, and this is where things get really bad, is that he cites three other cases that, as far as he's concerned, were improperly ruled, were improperly decided. He says, well, because these three cases were improperly decided, you know, it's like a, you know, a comparison. You know, these three were bad, therefore, this is comparable, therefore, Roe v. Wade is bad. And those three cases that he argues were also improperly ruled was a case that bans states from outlawing interracial marriage, it bans states from outlawing gay marriage, and it bans states from outlawing the use of contraception, even among married couples. So what does this mean? Well, <laughs> that means that that's, that's dog whistling to the states who would then like to outlaw those things because he's basically saying if you outlaw them and they make it up to the Supreme Court, we're going to rule in your favor. And that's, that's really, really bad. You know, at, at various points in our country, 41 of the 50 states had laws banning interracial marriage. And gay marriage was much worse. And, you know, and contraception is basically saying even if you're a married couple, you don't have the right to not have a baby. Right. So that's, that's really, really, really bad. And it's easy to get very discouraged. I'm extremely stressed out today. I'm on about my fifth cup of coffee, which isn't helping. But I, I drink coffee as a, as, a, as a soothing mechanism, which is probably counterproductive. But I'm on a lot of coffee. And I'm trying to not make this a rant. I'm trying to make this an informative talk. But, like I said, it's easy to get discouraged. That is what we can't do, though. If you need, like I said on Twitter last night, if you need to take a day to cry and mourn and hide under the blankets and just hang out in your jammies and watch cartoons all day, great. You know, take a mental health day. But what we can't do is nothing. And there are going to be people online, on TV, uh, on YouTube, telling you there's, you know, there's no point in trying. These are people who don't want you to try. They may mark them, they may, especially on social media, may pass themselves off as left-leaning activists. They're not. Um, these are people who don't want you to fight back. Now, when I say fight back, I mean peacefully. 
And we don't make death threats. We don't make, we don't storm the Capitol. That, that's what the bad guys do. That's not us. We're the good guys. You know, we are, we are, if we're not lawful good, we're at least somewhere in the good range of the alignment scale, right? Right. So what can we do? Now, if you feel the need to go protest, if that's what you need to do, you know, that's great. Do, do, what, do what you need to do. All I'm going to say is be careful because more and more states are passing laws to make it harder to protest and they're passing laws to make it easier for people to be disruptive and violent at protests. Um, so just be careful. But what you absolutely must do is vote and you must be knowledgeable of your vote. Uh, historically, the incumbent party loses the midterms because most people vote during the presidential elections. Only people who are very politically active usually vote during the midterms and people who are politically active have an agenda. And usually that agenda is to, you know, get the, you know, take over as the, the now then incumbent party. You, this is a midterm year, in case you're not aware. I hope you are. If, if you don't like what's going on, you have to vote. That's the only thing that's going to fix this. Is codifying Roe v. Wade is the only thing that's going to fix this. You know, all you know, protesting is great. It's good to get the make, use your voice out, but voting is what gets the job done in a finalized way. And you you have to be knowledgeable of what you're voting for. Um, it's easy to get a ticket and vote straight blue all the way down, but there's a lot of offices that aren't, that doesn't show up as a political affiliation on the ballot. You have to do your research. You have to know what the person you're voting for stands for. Because if you don't vote in the primary, someone that somebody else voted for is going to show up in the general election in November. You need to help make that decision in the primary, and you can't just vote nationally. You know, these laws that are coming out of the states that have already made anti-abortion laws, they're coming out at the state level. You need to find some, you need to try to find someone who shares your values to vote for. You know, moving, you know, talking about other issues, the books that are being banned in schools, that's not being done in Washington, that's being done at your local school board. And school board members don't run on a political affiliation. Judges who are ruling at the local level don't run on political affiliation. So you have to do your research. Now, if you're in an area like I am, where there are no good candidates, you have to at least find the one that's the least harmful and at least try to negate some of the damage that the truly extremist candidates could do if they get in office. And it's, it's easy and it's lazy to say, nobody that's running shares my exact values. Yeah, tell me about it. You know, the guy who's in office right now, he wasn't my first choice. 
he wasn't my second or third or fourth choice. He was my fifth choice. But he's what we got in the primary, after the primary, because not enough people showed up at the primary. And I, I've made this analogy before, back when I had my Captain America podcast. If the Red Skull is about to take over, who would I like to go fight the Red Skull? I would pick Captain America, obviously. But let's say Captain America is not available. All that's available is U.S. Agent. I don't particularly like U.S. Agent, but if I have the option of send the U.S. Agent to fight the Red Skull or send nobody because I don't like U.S. Agent, then the Red Skull wins. You know, it's, it's the analogy of bears coming to you. All you have in your hand is a rock. <laughs> you can either uh, do nothing and let the bear eat you. You can throw the rock on the ground and let the bear eat you, or you can try to bash the bear in the eye with your rock. <laughs> if you do nothing, you will get run over and eaten. <laughs> so, this is, I don't intend for this to be a rant. This isn't a discussion of ethics. This is a discussion of here's what the problem is. Here is the solution. Please don't give in to despair. Despair is what people who are doing this want you to have. You have to have hope, yes, but, you know, using a Green Lantern analogy, hope is great, but it doesn't do anything without, without will and action. So be knowledgeable, turn out at the polls, and don't let this stand because you didn't make your voice heard. Okay. Thanks for listening. I will, I'm going to count this as the Fortress of Solitude segment for episode 24, which will be coming out next week on its regular schedule, which means there won't be a Fortress of Solitude next time. So you can call this episode 24, you know, point one or something, 24A. But I will talk to you guys next Monday. I love you. Keep your heads up. And whatever you do, don't give up.